Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. All right, so we have been uh, talking about a couple things. We, we were talking, we started talking several weeks ago about this idea of things that mess with us being able to hear God's voice. And from that, we transitioned to the fact that if you're going to hear God's voice, we really need to hear God in the mix of community, other people. Uh, why, why do we need to hear God with other people around us? Because you're not crazy? I am, though. That's actually my problem. <laughs> to make sure you're not crazy. Very clear. Whew. <laughs> what, what are the reasons? Why is it helpful to try to learn to hear God's voice with other people around you? So they can help you establish it. Bring it to pass. <laughs> so you're not your own echo chamber. You know, um, I get up. Uh, Masha and I don't talk until Masha's had her coffee. And she only does that after she's done her whole routine. So the first few hours of the morning, we don't converse. And that's enough time for me to come up with some genius ideas. Why is that so funny? No. <laughs> I mean, they're life-changing. And then I speak them out with Masha. And Masha doesn't even need to say anything. Literally, as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's stupid. <laughs> Why? Because in that echo chamber, right, there's a way that seems right to a man. I don't know about a woman, but a man. And... Uh, and so in that space, it's so important that we learn to hear God in the midst of community. And we talked about last week about that community. We all long for it, but it costs. There's a real cost. And the biggest cost I can think of is mess. Anybody here had a relationship with no mess? Yeah, like an online romance. Oh, like, no, it's, it's called an <laughs> online romance. <laughs> You're beautiful. That's not my picture. <laughs> you understand me. No, you're just repeating everything back to me. That's not a catfish. Yeah, that's true. So um, in the midst of that mess, I, I was really struck by the fact that Mary and Joseph, right? Jesus was born in the middle of mess, wasn't he? I mean, let's let's try to look at the different levels of mess. The first mess is Rejected by a family, the pregnant woman and the father, not of her child, are made to live in a barn. Now, I don't know about you all, but I grew up with a very beautiful barn in my mind. Anybody actually been in a multi-purpose barn? Like with all different breeds of animals? And they all have different ways of def defecating, let's be politically correct. <laughs> It's not nice. And on top of this, this was probably a cave, so it had been used for hundreds of years. So this is the first layer of mess. The second layer of mess is obviously the, they're the mess of poverty. Then the third is the only people who returned the, the, uh, the, the invitation to come to the birth were a bunch of shepherds. Now who here is hung out with not clean sheep? If you live with shepherds, sheep, you smell like sheep. They come tromping in through the mud, the muck, and the mire. And this is the scene. But it gets worse. On top of that, he's born into a situation where the guy who has all the power 
King Herod wants to kill him. What? Who here, your number one goal in life has been to avoid mess? Show me my people's. Right? right? If you make your, I'm going to tell you this. If you make your goal to avoid mess, do you know what's going to happen? Well, you're going to have a big mess. That's true. Or you'll end up on a little island all alone in your own mess. Right? Anybody here done the whole survivor thing? Anytime somebody makes a mess in your life, you vote them off the island? Okay, this is not, I, I don't think we've got a contact with the mothership. We're wiggling in and out. Shake I don't it. know. Shake, shake it. Shake and bake. All right. But what is it? No, this is not working. Pardon me. So I want to say that mass is not just a bad thing. The birth alone. Anybody been present for a birth? They're so neat and clean and orderly. Listen, even if you had supernatural childbirth, they're not neat and clean. Mass is a part of life. Mess is not innately bad. Who here, when you were learning a brand new skill, mastered it day one? I hate those people. No, no, you always have that one. I had one friend. At 15, he memorized all the various variations of all the guitar chords in the entire book. Right? You know what? There's always that one person, but they only do it in one area. But we now make that the standard. The rest of us, if you're learning to cook, how many things do you mess up? I, I was talking with Cody. Uh, I'm there we are. Cody. Cody's like, yes, you may out my stuff. No. Well, he did already on Facebook. But it, the is he was doing baking. He was learning to bake. So his idea of learning to bake looks like the British Bake Off or something. I was like, what? I'm quitting now. But in the middle of that, he... He mixed the ingredients in the wrong order. Suddenly it's lumpy, da, 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 da. But out of that mess, he learned and he grew. It's part of the process of learning and growing is, is a mess. Yes. So in this culture, we do not expect perfection. We do not expect perfection. Because if, you are, if your goal is to do something only if it's perfect, you are never going to grow. Right? That's why with prophetic, right, Brian and Stephanie, you push people constantly to keep stepping out. And it's messy, right? The words not, don't always land. If not every time you pray for healing, someone gets healed. But if you don't keep stepping out, if you don't keep growing, you're just going to freeze. Right? You're going to stop wherever you are. So that's why it's so important for us to create a culture that's not geared towards perfection, but geared towards growth, right? The same with making messes. Like, if you're just coming into this culture and you made a mess, we're going to help you say, you know, let's clean it up. Well, kids, to what age is it appropriate to poop in your pants? Like, kids, who is, who is like, getting potty trained? About two, three... No, sometimes four. 
Maybe. 46. <laughs> it happens. 40, well, it does happen. <laughs> Let's be wait, real. Wait, 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 wait. Let me put, put it a little different. Um, so at two and three and you poop in your pants, who cleans it up? At 46, if you poop in your pants, who cleans it up? Preferably you. <laughs> I made a mess. That's a problem, right? No, um, we have a we have a saying in our in our house. Uh, Danya, Danya, could you come up here real quick? I got a couple questions. We have some rules in our house. Our whole thing is, you um, if you make a mess, what's the rule? You clean it up. What if it's too big? You get help. There you go. You can make as big a mess as you can clean up. With help. Well. Thank you, Danya. Yay. And you know what? Do not clean up somebody else's mess who has not invited you to clean it up. <laughs> so, Danya, um, I think she, you were like five or six, and I had this brilliant idea that I was going to do this present for her and clean up her room. Ooh, and like sort her toys out and I was like well the sticks and rocks are obviously trash <laughs> what did you think girl when you got to that room <laughs> she cried and cried and she goes mom you have ruined everything no, 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 no. <laughs> you've ruined my life she did say that <laughs> And I was like, oh, my word, I just spent like five hours cleaning this stuff out. And this is the response I get. You were crushed. Masha was crushed. I did this because I love you. I love you. And so I had two ladies very out of sorts. And I'm standing there going, step away from the vehicle. So that's what's going to happen to you when you try to clean up somebody else's mess and they did not invite you because they might not realize that it's a mess. They might think it's a beautiful composition. I, I, I have a spiritual gift. It's called spreading throughout the house things. No, uh, but, but this is the other thing is you cannot help somebody who doesn't have a problem. You can't answer a question they don't have. Anybody here decided to help somebody come to the revelation of the truth? My favorite is when you actually don't have a relationship with them, but they look like they need help, and you're here for them. That's a project, right? No, so, so here's one of the things I want to say, and this will really help you to kind of help you to understand because there's different types of mess. Can I get a witness? So there are growth masses, right? You're learning to walk, you fall down, right? You're learning not to poop in your pants, you do, right? You know, and, and there's stages of growth, right? The next stage is, oh, right? And then you eventually get there in time. So, eventually. That's, that's a word of prophecy for some. All right. Growth. But outside of that, there is a level, I would say, of accidents. Accidents happen, right? Can we pull up accidents, that accidents slide? Oops. 
right? I know what I'm supposed to do, but right? Accidents happen. Now, if an accident happens, did I do it on purpose? Now, here's a question. Who here was raised in a household where when you made an accident, it was an act of the will and it was shameful and you were to blame and you were a bad person? Yeah, right? No. And you're like, but I didn't do it on purpose. It doesn't matter. It does matter, doesn't it? Doesn't it matter? Doesn't it matter if somebody just messed up? You were careless. Well, no, that's, I should have known better, but I'm learning to care. That's a growth process, right? I'm learning to care. I didn't realize it was that big a deal. Apparently it is. By the look in your face, it's a very big deal, right? Careless, but it's accident, but I can, I can grow. I can grow. I would say outside, so growth is, I didn't know. That's just ignorance. Anybody here, you were growing and you didn't know, and the response was, you should have known, right? What are they doing? They're, they're giving you shame for not knowing. How, how, how can you, how? Yeah, brother, yeah. You should have known. You saw what happened to your brother. He was a walking advertisement for that. So growth, accidents, outside of accidents, the next layer is growth, reaction. It's not my fault. I was doing really good, and they messed me up. Some people are like, <laughs> that's legitimate. Right? No, do you know what I'm talking about? You're like, I would have been on time, but I live with messed up people. <laughs> that was this morning. People are like twitching. No, <laughs> growth, accidents, reaction. Are you, do you start to see we're getting a little further away from just pure growth, right? Beyond reaction, I would say there's a layer of foolishness. There's other words you can use, but it's family Sunday. Foolish. Foolishness. I just wanted to. <laughs> I know it's wrong. I know it's stupid. I know it messes up my life and makes things hard for you. But I wanted to. I'm getting a witness. <laughs> Foolishness, right? And, and the reality is you know the consequence and you do it anyway because you're a dingbat. Right? Who's my dingbats? Some people are like, put your hand up. <laughs> uh, foolishness foolishness it's just like you know better but uh but then there's an outer circle and i say intentional outer darkness intentional intentional oh, 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 oh. <laughs> i'm gonna make your life difficult it's my spiritual gift right? Intentional. So where would you say Herod's meths for Jesus would fall in this? Intentional, right? Right? Herod, yeah, he probably had some foolishness, but man, he's supposed to be king, anointed by God. You're not. Yeah. Intentional, right? Uh, where would you put the mess of the shepherds? 
This is not a test, by the way. We have no empirical data. This is all a guess. Reaction? Reaction? The shepherds, what were they reacting to, would you say? They were, I would say, so here's, here's where I've done a bad job explaining. Re reaction is where I use your behavior as an excuse for my mess. So you do something accidentally and I get offended. That's reaction, right? Or you're not growing fast enough. Yeah, I would say, I would say accidental and probably growing, right? Accident, they were learning about hygiene. They didn't yet have a woman in their life. So, so we got the shepherds here. So here's my question. What do you think the family rejecting, not making room for uh, Mary and Joseph, where would you say theirs was? Foolishness, maybe reaction. Listen, we would totally make room for you, but you know, Aunt Bertha's in town and she always takes the big room, right? I mean, it could, you know, I would probably put the family over here. Now, here's the deal. Mary was probably 14, 15 years old. Do you think she was a great mom right off the bat? People are like, she was Mary. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, she's not. Joseph, Joseph, this is like, Joseph, is there a class for, and by the way, the woman you're supposed to marry is pregnant by the Holy Spirit. How do you feel? <laughs> and you should raise him because he's God's son, no pressure. Do you think Joseph was the perfect father? No. But where do you think that mess fell in? Probably growth. There were probably a few accidents. <laughs> there were a few reactions. Mary, if you wouldn't do that, he wouldn't walk on water. <laughs> it's hard to bathe a child like that. Right? So Mary and Joseph. And here we have the perfect son of God born into this place. Now, I'm going to say something possibly heretical, but I'm fairly confident he had a need of pampers in the first few years of his life. He's, even though he was perfect, he made messes. And it tells us he had to grow in grace and favor with God and man. Do you, th well, and we know that he has siblings. How, and the great news, I love the gospels because they give us some data. Do you guys remember there was a little showdown? Jesus was finally walking in his destiny. He was finally being revealed as the son of God. Miracles are happening. People are listening to, crowds are gathering. And what happens? His brothers and his mama come to do what with him? Intervention. They were, he was, he's out of his mind. We need to take him home. I'm finally walking in my destiny. Anybody here began to move in your destiny and the people around you told you you were insane? It, they, not at all, not at all. Can I hang out with your people? <laughs> no, the, the reality is, is that Jesus was born in the midst of mess. Anybody here, uh, you, 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 not you, um, have known someone who has used mess as an excuse for stupidity? I would be fine if I wasn't married to this person. Make no eyes. 
I, I've said this before. We had a moment. I was having a bad day. Anybody had a bad day? Yes. I yeah, know. You're with me. Um, and we, we had a team in Russia. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Revival would have already come if I had a different team. If I had some really awesome people with me, I'd be amazing. A lot of times, God doesn't have to say anything for me to get the picture. Just kind of give me the eyes. Oh, oh, is that so? (laughs) You don't think the quality of the team around you has nothing to do with who you are? Good to know. (laughs) So why, why are these layers of mess important? Because we respond to mess differently depending on what kind of mess it is. And we don't let people who are consistently, intentionally evil have equal access to the people who are growing. You tracking with me? Okay, I know he's an axe murderer, but you know, it's his thing. No, 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 no. Do not bring him home for dinner. He beats me because he loves me, right? That's the Russian. <laughs> the la- the girls were like, um, you know, the, the orphans we worked with, you know. <laughs> oh, I beat him because I love him. <laughs> or whatever, right? People who are beating you should be like out here. Do not let anyone hurt you. Now, anybody been part of a codependent beating system? Or gnawing system. I call it gnawing. You know what you know what you know what I mean? <laughs> no, but the reality is, is do we don't we should not be giving equal access. Now, when Jesus, Jesus was God, when Jesus' life was being threatened by Herod, God said, Humble yourself under his hand. Is that what God said? What did God do? When Jesus' life was being threatened by an intentionally messy guy. Sent an angel to flee, sent provision from to get out of town. This is a word for some of you all. There's, I, I believe there's someone here, you are in, you're living with Herod, and you know it. And you're waiting for Herod to quit being Herod. But Herod has no reason to quit being Herod. And God's made all provision for you to flee. Today's the day. Look around. There are people who could help you. But now, how about foolishness? Foolishness. Now, foolishness is not, uh, we're, we're all one-off foolish. But anybody here, like, repetitively foolish? No. Again, don't. There's so much nudging that goes on in this church. He's talking about you, honey. It's okay. You can own it. No, I'll do it for you. Um, no, foolishness, uh, Proverbs puts it this way. Like a dog to its vomit is a fool to his folly. Anybody had a dog and you're like, he throws up and he's like, oh, and then he's like, oh, oh, that's interesting. I love those bits. Give me a second. Right? And you're looking at him going, what is wrong with you? Can I lick your face? No. Right? A fool to his folly. Oh, that was horrible. Whoa. That was so awesome, right? You know what 
you shouldn't do. You know what's going to happen when you do it, and you do it anyway. I don't know why I wake up with a headache every Saturday morning. I have no idea either. Strange. I don't see the correlation. Anybody here tried to help a fool see their foolishness? How effective is that? Zero. The only way you can communicate with a fool is to give them distance. Is to not give them access to you. That's the only way. Because a fool does not hear. Because a fool wants what a fool wants. And a fool's going to do what a fool's going to do. As long as they don't get the full consequences of their actions. And so, it's okay. I mean, we don't, we don't have to hate on the fool. But many times, we're keeping a fool from experiencing the full benefit, consequences of their actions, right? Anybody had a fool in their life who blamed everybody else for their foolishness? No? Oh, you know a few of them? It's like a, a union, right? Listen, that, that where they took reaction and they used it as justification for foolishness. Again, you cannot reason with a fool. No, but you can let them have what they choose. If you're going to behave in this way, if you're going to be this dangerous, if you're going to, then I'm not. Anybody here told a secret to someone? Who then broadcasted to everyone? Like the ladies are all frozen. What are you going to tell that person the next time? No, that's 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 wisdom. So for foolishness, a lot of times the best teacher is pain, right? It's gonna it's gonna happen. But the next one is the accidents and growth, right? Oh. Reaction. Okay. So reaction. Let, can we talk about reaction? Can we talk about being offended? <laughs> so here is my word. Whew. We're going to have to grow a little bit thicker skins if we want to see this harvest come in. Because people coming in are not going to be pretty, right? They're going to have a lot of growing to do, a lot of accidents. They're not going to look right. They're not going to smell right. You know, us going uh, with our orphans to church in Russia, we would roll in and the church would like move. <laughs> because those people have not bathed in like several months. So it's real, right? So the smell is real. <laughs> Um, the things they would do was... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I am offended! I am offended! Is that a boundary? Am I violating a boundary? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. I know, keeping it real. Hey. No, and, but and I, I communicated her. I wanted the microphone. And what did she do? I can be offended or I can respect her boundaries. Accidents happen. Are you blaming me? 
my goodness. Oh my goodness. This is rolling. Okay. <laughs> All right. So with the fans, the, here is the biggest, has been the biggest secret of our happy marriage. And I feel like it's a secret of our happy team, right? We're learning this. Do not assume bad intentions. To always assume that this person is for me, that he's on my side, that if something has happened, it's accidental. Yeah, or they just, yeah, that it's, that it's not intentional. I feel like that one thing, that one thing will save so much pain, right? If we assume that, you know, oh my goodness, you, you didn't call me like in weeks. Well, I, you know, you're just busy, like assuming the best thing rather than making up a story in your mind and saying, this is why you have done what you have done, right? But it's my superpower. I have the gift of discernment. I, I'm not, I, this is to my shame. But I used to sit in restaurants with Masha. And being an American in Russia, speaking English, drew attention. I was self-conscious. And I would tell Masha, discerning, what everybody was saying or doing at all the other tables. Now, most of you, all of you are like, that's really screwed up. But anybody here gotten a one-line text and discerned the entire backstory? Oh, they said this, but they meant this. Or seen a one-line post on Facebook and thought it was all about you? Have you noticed Trump only talks about me? What's up with that? No, there is this thing that this thing, Masha has a superpower. Seriously, you have to work really hard and intentionally to offend Masha because she misses all the subterfuge and all the manipulation. That's why, ladies, you love her because she's like, she has no guile at all. Like, for the first nine months I knew her, I thought she was secretly keeping a list because she never, like, was nagging, was never, like like out to get me, never reminding me of all my faults, which was my usual situation. And, uh, and then I found out, no, she's actually not. <laughs> when you don't assume evil intent, but you let a person tell you without setting up, okay, I know you're mad at me, but guess what? You have avenues to realize, oh, you're just dumb. I'm sorry, ignorant. You didn't know that? You didn't understand that? Oh, you just forgot? There's a big difference between I didn't know and I forgot and I meant. And we've got to recognize that. We've got to recognize that. But even in I meant, anybody here meant because you were having a bad day? But that's not a reason to tank the entire relationship. But anybody lost relationships over one thing? If we're going to grow, if we're going to become a body, if we're going to become places, people, we'll have tables where people gather, we've got to learn how to walk and not be offended. Learn how, but keep good boundaries. Not be offended and not do your, your boundaries this way. Go ahead, make my day. Right? Anybody, anybody got in a boundary that way? 
pardon me while I load the bazooka. Right? No. A boundary is simply no. No. Mm -mm. You, last time you came to my house, I asked, gave you a couple of the ground rules of my house. In Russian culture, for instance, you take off your shoes because the outdoors is dirty. You take off your shoes. Same in an Oriental household. Guess what? I have asked you to take off your shoes. You don't take off your shoes. And it's a big deal to me. And then the next level for me is I can explain to you, you may not understand that, ignorance, but that means a whole lot to me. Did you hear how vulnerable that was? Anybody want to skip that step and go straight to bazooka? I don't have a problem. I'm just going to go. So either I send you to outer darkness or I send myself. Where's my avoiders? You know who you are. Build the ice wall. We just won't talk anymore. I gave you one chance and you blew it. No, there's a vulnerability in I'm assuming the best. I'm assuming you didn't know that's a really big deal to me. And you might think I'm crazy, but it's really a big deal to me. Not everything, by the way, can be a big deal. Drama, people. But there are big deals. And, they, and you shouldn't have to over-explain them, right? I've told you that shoes really bother me. I've told you that if you put your bare feet on me, it freaks me out. <laughs> Don't do it. But, but, and so the first step was ignorance. The second step, if you keep doing it, might be an accident. If you keep doing it, then that becomes, you're not going to tell me what to do. Eventually, it, you, people move themselves out. So humility goes a long way, right? We, um, in our leadership, we talk a lot about, like, we promote humility over gifting, right? If you come in low, if you come in with a servant's heart, if you submit to the culture, the path to promotion is fast, right? But we're not going to promote someone who is just blowing us off but has an incredible gifting, right? So humility goes a long way. And I would say in this relationships, as we, as we build relationships, as we build community, right, humility is going to go a long way. Not assuming, but coming in low. When someone is offended at me, I try to come in low, right? Because I probably did not realize, right? It just flew over my head. So I'm so sorry. Oh, my goodness, right? Not, not being bowed up, but coming in low is, is a really good tool. Um, yeah, and just extending a lot of grace to grow and to try and to fail, right? And to keep trying. But that brings us to the last piece, which is cleaning up mess. If you don't clean up mess, what happens? It starts to stink. <laughs> Any, okay, where are my men who've lived with other men in their 20s? Like single men in their 20s? Ladies, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's going to leave a stain. Yeah, there, there's, there, if we don't clean up mess, if we're an avoider, I'm an avoider, by the way, if we're avoiders, I don't see a mess, 
or I'm a blamer. That's their mess. If we don't clean up mess, it only gets worse. So if we're going to have tables, if we're going to have community, if we're going to have, we've got to get good at cleaning up mess. And Danya gave our house rules. She said, what? If there's a mess, clean it up. But if you made it, if you can't, if it's too much for you, who here's made messes that are too big for you? You know how you can tell it's too big for you? Because you can't do it. Or you're, honestly, or you won't do it. You know it's a mess. You theoretically can, but you won't. Guess what? That's the big draw of like things like Celebrate Recovery or Alcoholics Anonymous. I, I need help. I need to tag somebody in. Listen, that's the whole point of community. I'm in too deep. I need help. Help me out. Or I don't know how. I, this is, I, this is my first time here. I've never, I've never, I've never done this before. Help me and tag somebody in. But here's the deal. If you get tagged in, anybody here ask for help and you got a couple different responses. Oh, wow. That's so pathetic. Oh my gosh. Anybody? Anybody here been shamed for your mess? What was the likelihood you would tag that person in the next time? Never again. People had to think about that for a minute. Or here's this. What if you get you tagged somebody in for the mess and they were like, that's not a mess, whatever. Or they take over and clean it up for you. Okay, we pause for this momentary announcement. Ladies, you looking for a man? Don't clean his messes up. He already had a mama. <laughs> I'm just being serious. Because if you become his mama, you quit being his wife or girlfriend. Not Because if somebody cleans up my messes, it makes me feel like what? A child, insignificant, a project. We're not, this isn't a relationship anymore. If, so when I tag somebody into relationship, into help me with my mess, I don't need shame. I don't need blame. I don't need them to do it for me. I don't need them to belittle me for it. I don't need them to humble brag about it. Here I am. <laughs> helping Masha with her big problem. She's so pathetic. Anybody here? You got helped and you regretted it for the rest of your life? Hashtag hero, yeah. No, if we're going to do it, the great story is Noah. Do you guys remember his first encounter with alcohol didn't go very well? Ended up four sheets to the wind and no sheet covering. And what happened? One laughed and called everybody around. Two went and covered his nakedness. Love covers a multitude of sin. We've got to be that place where there's not shame, there's not blame, but there's help. But I can't work on a problem harder than the person will work on it themselves. How can I help? Whew. All right. <laughs> Say this. Let's take a minute. As the worship team is coming, I want us to think.
Have you been thinking? I want us to think about, are there people that are in the wrong circle? Are there people that are in foolishness that have full access to my life? Do I need to move, have some creative ways, especially if you're married to them? Are there some creative ways I need to create some boundaries? Are there areas of my life where I need have messes and I need to tag in a friend? Listen, you might be horrible at finances. You have some people around here that could ta- you could tag in to help you get some wisdom on your finances. Or you might be totally lost about the next step with your career or job. There are people around here. But when we all act like we've got it together, we can never tag anybody in. And we're left with the mess. If you've been sitting in the same mess for a while, I'd really encourage you to ask God to show you someone to tag in. Because community doesn't happen with perfect people. Community happens with people who partner with each other to clean up messes. That's when part when community begets real. If we could stand. Papa, I just ask right now, Lord, that you would give us hope. <laughs> hope for our messes. Hope for growing. Hope for relationship. Hope for community. Lord, that you would show us people that have demonstrated themselves as safe to invite into our mess, but also show us people that have not been safe, that we can move out of our mess. Lord, we thank you that community is your idea. And all of this only happens by your power, by your love, and your grace.